What is it that I you were? Uh, what is it that you were eating right there, so. Tyler? Because it was now just for the the listeners out there. Of course, they couldn't see. Um, we're, we're in here Sunday for the recap show. No Smitty today. Tyler comes on. He's eating something. Well, he's got a fork that, he, and he's eating something small out of a jar. I guessed olives, but I don't think that was the the thing. And then you were complimenting it with something else that looked like a goldfish, but you said no yeah. to that too. So this I'm is a confused. Common snack for me. This is a very common snack for me. So it is. It was olives, green olives. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, to be specific, early California reduced sodium. Mm, Got those sodium sodium levels low. Well, listen, they're already so salty as is. Like sure. You don't need more salt on top. Like keep the extra salt out. So it's not no. It's reduced. Sodium, of course. Okay, so for our listeners like Yvonne overseas, trust me, Shout in America that's still very that's still very salty. Okay, oh, still very salty. Of course. So we go early California olives with uh, fresh cut deli cheese, as we talked about last week. Fresh now, cunt, fresh cut cheese. Yep, yep. Fresh <laughs> cut cheese. Uh, now this week, I I mixed it up. I usually go Wisconsin yellow cheddar. That's like mm. my go-to. Today. I went Vermont yellow Ooh, cheddar. Vermont cheddar. Would you like to hear the verdict? Yeah, give me the verdict. All right, so... so my guess Wisco- is that the, the people in Wisconsin just do it better. That's my guess. That's has That's been my experience, but it's small sample size. We always talk about sample size. It's small sample size. But sure. so far, I like the Wisconsin better. I would rate the Wisconsin cheddar like a 9-6. Like a they know how to do the, cheese. I would rate the Vermont cheddar an 8-9. They so know still how to good, do cheese. Still good, but the the Wisconsin I think has the Wisconsin had a better texture. I think I didn't even texture. know that they did cheese up in Vermont. I really thought cheese Ooh, was just strictly yes, a Midwest yes. thing. You know, no Vermont, Vermont. Uh, yeah, delicious. Shout out to all the what, what do they call? What's the the word for for people that live in Vermont? Vermontans, Vermontians, Vermontans. I'll look it up. Ver, ver, yes. Verma, Vermonts. Um, well, speaking of Wisconsin, by the way. I know you and I were riding Wisconsin Moneyline there, and oh boy, did we need every oh, minute to, for that one Vermonters. to hit. Vermonters. That Vermonters. That sounds funny. Vermonters, yes. <laughs> Those who Vermont. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. How about, how about that? Shout out to all our Vermonters out there. I know we have many. Um, yes. Who are we, yeah, Wisconsin. we were riding who? We were riding mm. Wisconsin Moneyline. How about that? It's brought up Wisconsin how cheese. About- <laughs> what, a, what a comeback by the Badgers <laughs> to win last second, bring home a bet for, for the fellas. Um, now, certainly not the most marquee game, so we shouldn't lead with that. We really should be leading with the Ohio State-Penn State game. Yes, yes. Uh, now, I tell mean, me, have you changed your mind on Ohio State? Are they here to stay? Because I haven't necessarily put them now back because they beat James Franklin and Penn State. But let me tell you, man, Penn State was good before that game. So I think they answered a lot of questions. Are we ready to say, okay, they're back to where they were? I'm not so sure, but that was a huge Huge test that they that they answered. Huge. I mean, look, Ohio State clearly has the best resume out there. I'm willing to admit that they they're undefeated. Um, and I here's here's what I took away from it. Um, what the most impressed I've I've been with Ohio State all season long. I thought this was their best game. Um, uh, you know, I'm still I still don't know. Now looking back on it, like watching that that Penn State team. This is the same. I mean, this is just who Penn State is under James Franklin. It's the same yeah. team every year. They can't get over the hump with Ohio State. I was ready State. to think otherwise. I was ready so, to think otherwise. I don't. I yeah, I was to too. I, I really thought like, hey, I think this might be like their best team. You know, they make me nervous. Blah blah blah. Um, but they just 
they completely I mean the offense was horrific from Penn State so you know and I and again I don't actually know now watching how they played how their defense played against Ohio State and how what we've seen out of Ohio State's offense all year long I'm starting to wonder if Ohio or if Penn State's incredible defense isn't now all that great either oh and so, stop it well no, no, no look here's what i'll say against, look look they came they, up against ohio state yes. i think that's a bit of an overreaction yeah that's fair you, but, you, you're too hard on james franklin no i well, i don't like james franklin so that's why i'm not <laughs> yeah. i'm not a fan of frames franklin but what uh, i will say is what made me nervous as a michigan fan watching penn state play or excuse me watching ohio state play is that ryan day fi- i mean it took him like half the season to figure out we have to throw to Marvin Harrison like 10, 15 times a game. Like the early that would have on taken the year, me about one quarter in NCAA the football game. He when was that getting comes like out, four yeah. targets a game earlier in the mm. year, and I was like, what are yeah. they doing? He finally They're figured out, and him, guess man. what? It works really well, and that scares me. Um, I, the, they ran the ball better than I thought they would. It still wasn't incredible running the ball, but it was solid. Um, I can't, you know, uh, Kyle McCord still not incredible, but – they got the job done, and the, the Ohio State defense is very impressive. But then again, I don't. I'm I'm just wondering if the Penn State offense was overhyped to begin with because they looked pretty bad. I mean, like Drew Allard had a horrible but game. Look, he even said after I pa- sucked. A lot of this was part of our handicap, right? We right. said last week, breaking these down, that we weren't sure if either team was going to be able to really move the football, or really right. score throughout the throughout the the course of the season. Both these defenses have really proven to be. Elite. I mean, top 10 in a lot of metrics. So that's kind of what we thought would happen. Ohio State pulled away. Look, I think in terms of our breakdown, that game did go kind of similar to how we thought. Now, the spread, you know, different things like that, I'm not so sure. But neither of us had a – you wanted me to take the bet board. You wanted me to take – no, I mean, I even told you I was nervous about it. And and Mm. pre-kickoff, again, it's it's always easy to do this. Pre-kickoff, I was thinking to myself – I feel like Ohio State's gonna gonna win this one, you know, and cover. But again, I, I still bet with with what my pick was uh, personally and lost that. But um, yeah, look, I, I was very impressed with Ohio State and very underwhelmed with with Penn State. Um, I yeah. hit my last note for the game, and I tweeted about it, and lots of people were tweeting about it. Um, fully had enough of Gus Gus Johnson giving uh, Marvin Harrison the Maserati Marv nickname and saying it 42 times a game. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fine nickname. It's not a bad nickname, but he would not shut the fuck up, and it was like my ears were bleeding. Every time they threw at him, Maserati Marv, like enough, Gus Johnson. And you can't just give a guy a nickname like that. Like no one had called him that before. It's week eight, and we're just now giving him a nickname, and it's and who even knows if – Marvin, if I, it makes me wonder. If, Sounds like a sour Michigan fan over there to me. No, I just really again. I, yeah. Marvin Harrison's incredible, and I don't think it's a bad nickname, but it was so annoying on no, the broadcast. Gus is annoying hearing, sometimes. Gus yeah, can be annoying it's true. Sometimes, it's true. Sure. But yeah. it made me wonder if. Do you think that this is a nickname that like maybe Marvin Harrison and his team cooked up and they went to Gus <laughs> and were like, "Hey, <laughs> like, can yeah, you no. can you push this no. on the?" Or do you think no. Gus just came up with it no. himself? No, 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 and we landed on the moon. Okay, Will? No. <laughs> I mean, it would be if you were going to try to get a nickname out there, that's the way to do it. Go to yeah. Gus Johnson and be like, hey, can you can yes. you pump this on the broadcast? You know? Mm-hmm. But, um, no, look, I mean, he had a huge – he had like like uh, 120 yards, a couple touchdowns, like incredible game from, 
from uh, Marvin Harrison. By the way, they also called him Marvelous Marv, and I kind of like that better just personally. But um, you know, look, to- to- total yards three sixty five to two forty Ohio State. Yeah. They had seven more first downs, twenty two to fifteen. Se- look, neither team really ran the ball. Seventy nine rushing yards for Ohio State, forty nine right. for Penn State. It was a very close game. <laughs> Forty nine, you know? Penn State, and then that I know. they basically came on. Almost all that came on like two big runs on one drive too. So yeah, each team, each team had one point nine yards per rush. So That's overall, so bad. Not a great offensive showing. No, yet. but again, but what, I mean, here's, win, a win is a win. But both teams have shown to have a great defense. I would argue in this era of football, you need to be able to turn it on offensively to win the big games late. 100%. Right now, you look at the advanced stats. It's so. It's so common every year the top 20 teams you look at the offensive defensive rankings i'm talking overall top 20 in advanced stats like the fei is one of them i talk about all the time all the time the top 20 teams have like so many top 10 top 20 offenses in there right but you're gonna get all these defenses that are like 45 65 it doesn't you don't have to have a top 10 defense to win today but you do have to have an elite offense i believe to win big games late it's kind of switched i don't think defense wins championships anymore as much as it used to so for these teams i think they're going to be up against it when they come up against either you know other teams like Michigan, even Alabama, all put in there. Georgia, who can move the football? Right, uh, it, it, they're going to be up against it. Yeah, you got. I mean, you're 100 percent right because now it used to be the dominant defense, but now like we've seen in the playoffs the last like five or six years, like really good defenses get exposed in big games, right. and right. and you can scheme up a way to score on them. So yeah, you have to have the offense. So it's concerning. But here, I will say this because again, like ultimately, it's a it was a gutty win for Ohio State. Was it pretty? No, um, but they're undefeated and they have by far the best resume. And ultimately, like you have to remember in the world of college football, like ultimately the name of the game is just to win. I mean, look at Oklahoma barely escaped with their lives against Central Florida, um, but ultimately they get the win. So they get to keep keep on going. Look at North Carolina got taken down by Virginia at home. Yeah. So yeah. like any you can lose on any day in, in college football, especially. Well, you know what these, happened? You know what? what happened? Mac Brown didn't get his his appetizer. <laughs> Don't do this. Don't right? He do didn't this. get his. <laughs> Mac Brown. He was not nourished going That's, into that game. You could tell he was distracted. Is, I no, think it was just, more likely the players that looked malnourished than him. But um, well, I mean, look, that like that's yeah, a bad. Hey, we're, we're speculating. We're all speculating. We're very uh, here, yes. Here's Ohio State's end of the year schedule. So they go at Wisconsin, at Rutgers, home against Michigan State, home against Minnesota. At, at Michigan. A, at Michigan, yep. And that's going to mm-hmm. be a big one. And let me tell you, too, here's the nightmare scenario. I like scenario. that Michigan hat you're wearing today, by the way. Thank it's you. Nice it's new. Hat. It's new. Yeah, I like it. Um, it's like a, it's kind of like a nylon top, so it like it's cooler. It wicks moisture a little better. Um, it wicks. It wicks moisture. It wicks. It, yeah, that, that's a word that's become popular in the in the world of apparel as of late. I don't really know what that means. <laughs> I mean, I do know what it means, but I don't know why how it came out. Like, ooh, it wicks moisture. So... Um, You're in so many more worlds than I'm in these days. I'm in a in couple of moisture. Yeah, You're I'm in, in the a apparel few, few world. More worlds. Yep. Yeah, you're in the social media world. You're sure. in the. Uh, we got to yeah, get you I'm out the, of I'm your, in the green uh, olive world, though. I'm in the green olive world. <laughs> oh, no, see, I'm in the green olive world, too. You know what? Because I forgot. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up again because I was going to say the green olives you need, dude. You got to yes. get. They have these at King Supers. I know you shop there. 
Um, yes. You got you got to go into the. It's not on the aisle where you find the jarred ones. You got to go to like the deli aisle where they have like some fancy. Oh, I love items that you don't find where they really are. You got to go to the other spot. Well, I love, the, it's because so they're, they're not jarred. They're not jarred. They're refrigerated. Well. That right. So they're they're on they're in their own little special thing. But are they pimento? Um, are they pimento? No, they're stuffed blue cheese, and they're incredible. Mm, so Murray's okay. is the brand. I I, okay. I I know some of our listeners will know Murray's out there because Murray's makes a lot of good stuff. Like this is where if you go to this section of the grocery store this is where you're going to make a fancy fuck charcuterie board right so you get some murray's you get some murray's green olives uh blue the blue cheese stuff ones especially are they'll they'll melt your brain if you're a green olive guy i promise i mean i'll give it a shot but i do like the pimento i will say that's what i that's what i go with they cut they come at a premium though like that that jar that you're eating there out of couldn't have been more than a couple bucks right no Um, a couple bucks the, the a little box of Murray's blue cheese stuffed olives, which has like half the amount that's in that jar, is like seven or eight dollars. But well, you're living so the high life. Good. See, you don't know what it's like for the a- for for me and the average uh, person no, 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 out there. No. You know, the average I Joe am out the, there. I am the average Joe. I'm a man of the people. I just I selectively spend a lot on olives. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm into it. You know what? I spend on a couple things. I will always spend on toilet paper. Of course. I sp- I spend on eggs. Classy. I get the nice eggs. Yes. I get I get a couple of things that I that I do Classy. spend on. You got to do it on certain things yeah yeah definitely okay. but but you also you also figure out where you can get the the store brand stuff that, that there's definitely of course you know that that definitely has its place so speaking you know, of uh, of store brand um yes. is texas a store brand team i mean again another team that barely escaped with their lives they they Ooh, beat is this houston a new game? we have store brand or, or store generic brand or gen- no well store brand <laughs> is is generic it's right, store it brand generic, or right, a brand so. name store brand or right, brand so. name <laughs> So, um, but see, I don't know what the brand name equivalent will be. I don't know that even Oklahoma is the uh, brand name Oklahoma yeah, or, or, or the brand either. name of the, maybe they are the brand name of the big 12 right now. But like, again, back to, <laughs> back to my point about just be happy getting a win. Texas escaped with a win on the road at Houston, got very lucky there with a horrible spot from the refs late. Holgerson was losing his shit. Everybody knew it was a bad call. Um, that, but again, ultimately you escape with a win and, uh, survive in advance. That's the whole name of the game. This is my point with all these teams, you know, whether you're Texas or Washington state or Wisconsin or army, I don't care. You're going to have ups. You're going to have downs. We don't need to overreact based on one game. And you know, we all do. Mm. We all react based on our money games. You know, sure. If we happen to bet on Air Force this week, then we're going to overreact on Air Force that week. If we happen to take the to take the over on San Jose State and they don't cover, well, now their quarterback sucks. You know, it's just, so I feel like we're following that a lot. You know, uh, hardcore fans, which there are a lot of hardcore fans out there, they watch oh, all yeah. the games and, and and they you know have their opinions, but. It's just interesting to see how people get up and down with this stuff, but don't overreact. It's only one week. All these teams are going to have their ups and downs. Yep. And uh, they're gearing up for the most important games. You yeah, just don't want to get lose. a win. Look at, wa- lose. look at Washington. They were 22 point favorites or more than that, even at home against Arizona State, and they barely escaped with a win. Now, apparently, Michael Penix uh, got hurt in the Oregon game last week. And so the rumor are the rumors are that he's nursing a rib injury, and he certainly looked limited. He didn't look like himself at all. But again, you're right. I mean, like there's going to be bad weeks, so don't overreact. Ultimately, Washington gets the win and moves on. There was just a lot of that this week. Uh, now a let's lot of teams. let's talk about quick quick little side detour. You know, a little like okay. path to the left quickly. Sure. Potential upset spot next week. You talk about down spots in the season and areas to look for those teams. 
Ohio State coming off that Penn State going on the road at Wisconsin. Trap game. Trap yeah, game that's against a, that's Luke Fickle, an Ohio State guy. He knows 530 the importance. 5.30 NB. Well, that's Mountain Time. So 7.30 Eastern, Night NBC. Game, that's that's going to be really interesting. So keep your eye on that. That could be a down spot for the for the Buckeyes. Could definitely be a very trappish game, and I think they're I think the early line on that is like fifteen points, something like that. So uh, a lot of road points to be going uh, at uh, at um, Camp Randall, which is not an easy and, place to uh, play. Their quarterback. Uh, Tanner Mordecai. Oh no, he's going to be out he, for a little bit. That's yeah, right. Yeah, he's out. He didn't. Yeah, he play, just had surgery. He, he didn't yeah. play in the game uh, on Saturday. No, either, but that was so. part of the handicap. We we yeah. thought that freshman. Look, that freshman looked good for Wisconsin. Should we just talk about that quickly? Sure. About that game because I thought he really commanded. You know what he needed to late in the game. Now he looked like any freshman's going to look early in that game, but there Dude, were all late, different kinds of driving. situations. He was really. He I mean, he was good. dealing late. He looked comfortable. He looked like that that kind of quarterback that over the course of a couple of years, if he gets his time, you know, yep. he's going to be really reliable. But uh, interesting game, you know, up and down, back and forth. You know, you got to give it also to to uh, 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 Miss. Uh, yeah, yeah. You got <laughs> who are we giving I, it I got, to? <laughs> I got my no. You got to be quiet for a sec so I can edit this. Got my games messed up. I was about it's never to good when you when you when you lose your train of thought. It happens no, to me all the time. Don't worry. No, I know. I got my games mixed up. I was about to say uh, Mississippi State against uh, Illinois, and look that that was up and down for a while. Like we, I faded Illinois for a reason, and like we t- we've always talked about, you have to handicap your handicap. That was not accurate for what I thought was going to happen. I mean, Illinois really had a a good game plan for a lot of like sure. I look at right now ESPN's win probability, it was down to 92.1% yeah. Illinois. It was looking in, real grim in, in there the fourth late. Quarter. And, and can I say this too? Have you noticed that ESPN has updated their win probability? I never really I don't looked. Know if you noticed it. No. It's a lot better now than it used to be cuz I can compare it to other things and it used to be ridiculous. And for a re- for a while I think ESPN just had old info, so mm-hmm. just like they didn't know that teams come back more offense was more prevalent. But it's it's good now. It's it's a lot more accurate. And yeah, Illinois was at one point ninety one, ninety two, ninety two percent to win that game. But yeah, Wisconsin looked good. Uh, Locke was uh, twenty one of forty one, two hundred and forty yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, they but like ten a lot of those of completions were like on the last drive. That's the crazy part. Look, they looked. They did what they needed to do to win. Got yep. 18 points in the fourth quarter unanswered. 18 to seven in the second half. Total yards very close. Uh, Wisconsin now gained them 379 to 323. But here's the difference on the ground. Illinois finally getting it going, and this is what I thought they should have been doing all year long. That's why we saw Illinois Brett Bielema these early game plans, these schemes where they wanted to come out and throw the ball in the spread. I'm like, what are they doing? Run the football. This we have an offensive line for. This mm-hmm. game, they got back to it. They ran it for 223 compared to 139 for 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 uh, Wisconsin. Again, 223 on the ground to 139 in the air. Though Wisconsin threw it for 240. Illinois 100 yards through the air. So uh, I, I thought it was a clear cut what each team could do well over the course of it. Though Badgers get it 18 no in the fourth quarter and get our cover. How about that, Will? They we get love our, it. Uh, back to our cover. Another uh, another team that got a late cover after a horrible first half, the Alabama Crimson Tide. They were down 20-7 to at halftime. They were getting outplayed by Tennessee completely. They come out in the second half and score 27 unanswered. They win the game and cover easily. Yeah, there was a scoop and score late, but even still, um, just impressive win, a gutsy win for Alabama at home, especially being down 
like when it was halftime, I was going halftime and they were down 27. I remember thinking like, I don't know if Alabama's cut out for this. And then again, I guess this was this was the fourth time this season. I don't know how I didn't I didn't pay attention to this. I wasn't aware of this. But this was the fourth game this season that Alabama was down at half. Wow. And, so, and they only have one loss. Okay. So maybe we need to come up with a new game. Uh, phony or baloney? And, well, and those baloney are the same can be things. good. No, because phony maybe, baloney maybe. is phony. That's the whole point. They're phony baloney. <sighs> right, right, right. So I don't know. Maybe, we, maybe we'll come up with a game, right? But it's do you buy it or not? Nick Saban, post game saying how much he loves this team. How, yeah, they get down, but I love their spirit. <laughs> One of my favorite teams to ever coach. I'm like, didn't you love going undefeated, dominating every team, dominating actually, the second-best team in the country by seven? Wasn't that I kind of like, believe it. Do you buy it or not? Yeah. I, I actually do because I feel like in those undefeated years, he's like – he seems happier now than when, like in the game, in the games where they're dominating people. He's like even more furious for but some isn't reason. Isn't that just due to maturity and he's getting older and appreciating he's it more? He's been mature the whole time. He's like fucking seventy-five years old. He wasn't. He wasn't a baby when he started there. But, but now he's no doubt in the conversation. Like he's above Bear Bryant. He's he's undoubtedly right. the best college coach. Well, he's arguably he the best is. college coach of all time. Oh, right? I think so, he is, yeah. But, but back when he used to do that, it's like it's like Brian Kelly. Remember when he used to freak out? So you get to that point and you kind of stop it's doing true. that. So maybe that's a little bit of it too, is he's like, you know what? I'm Nick Saban these days. What I are think you going to do, like fire a, me and I'm going to... It's like a real team that he can coach. Like he can actually get more out of these guys, whereas like the perfect teams, it's more just like screaming mm. at the one mistake that happens throughout so the whole game. he can get every ounce out of it, like like a fresh orange when you're making orange juice. Like if you're, yes, or if you're like an incredible mm. carpenter, you might actually mm. like the challenge of like building something from scrap wood more than having like everything be perfect and you're just, you know, you're sanding well, look, it to be super look, smooth. look. If you're whittling a, let's see, what should I whittle out of a piece of wood? What would you have me whittle? A, like a, an animal? Mm, a golf tee. I want a homemade a golf, golf tee. tee. See, the golf tee's in the wood. You just got to find it, right? You just got to mm. find it in the wood. That's, exactly. how, that's how that works. Exactly. You know? But big win for Alabama, rivalry win. If tough you and loss I, for Tennessee. If you, I, and Ryan, if, 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 us three, if you, me, and Ryan were carpenters, uh-huh. who do you think would have the best carpentry hand and eye and touch i'm not not even gonna brag here i think it would be me so i oh, come on well look i loved woodshop class we all took we all i think you took it too in middle school remember we all yes we all took woodshop yes. at one point i was kind of good at it and then even um like at my my previous job i worked with my hands a lot i enjoy that stuff I think I, I think I could do that. I think, so maybe we should have a challenge where we all we have should. to, we all have to so make build something, off. yeah, build off, yeah, like a birdhouse <laughs> or something, and see who can make yeah. the elite birdhouse. Oh, I, I'm not going. So I think I'd it. do well. I am so into I'm, it. Let's have you ever it. used a? When was the last time you used a power tool, Tyler? Well, I, honestly, Allie has a couple around here that I use. There's one, one, one's pink. She has this little pink <laughs> one that works. <laughs> And I have one that, I, that uh, I have one that needs batteries. But look, around the house, you need power tools, right? Yeah, so sure. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna actually fan ignorance here. I've used my share of power tools because okay. stuff You've breaks down. I would say we're at an average now. Well, we 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 went like a good while without anything happening. But mm-hmm. once stuff starts happening, sure, then something else happens, and something else happens. Yep. But I'm not gonna act like I'm uh, Tim the Tool Man. For sure. old school audience, but I'm also not going to act like I've never used a power tool in my life. So okay. I'm in the middle, right? Okay. I'm medium rare for that kind of a thing. Medium rare. I think yeah. I, I think I'd have a good chance of competing 
But you know what? We're going to have to find out. So we should, uh, I've surprised you with a lot of things. Very right? true. I've very su- true. Yes. yes. Very true. Um, okay. How about how about Utah taking down USC? Um, <laughs> Utah? How about tur- Utah? It turns out that the Utah Utes is Caleb Williams' kryptonite. I mean, he, he's 0-3 against them now. Um, yeah. they, they were they were up and then they were down late. They get a comeback and the the pig farmer. Did you see the quote from Kyle Whittingham about no. their backup <laughs> quarterback? So first of all, the, he announced after the game, Cam Rising, they're redshirting him. He's not going to play the whole no, year. Big same, surprise. Same, we talked about that exactly four days ago. Right. So, um, but the the backup quarterback. I'm going to eat a green while you talk about this. Okay, fair enough. Um, the uh, the backup quarterback. That was playing for Utah. His name is uh, Bryson Barnes. He had he was all guts, right? Didn't play a perfect game. He threw a pick six late that let SC get back in there. But then on that last drive, how about that run play, that gutsy run play with like five seconds left to get them into field goal range to kick the, the game-winning field goal? Afterwards, Kyle Whittingham gave an incredible quote. He goes, yeah, look. They have a Heisman winner, so you're, they're they're going to be able to do lots of things. But we have a pig farmer at quarterback. Apparently, <laughs> apparently he came from a pig farm. So um, it it is the perfect example of the difference between USC and Utah. Utah has gritty carpenter folks, you know, and mm-hmm. SC's got guys driving BMWs with with you know fancy shoes and shit, and they're very talented, but they're not getting the most out of them. Unlike Utah, where they squeeze every last every last pig bit farmers. of talent out of their players. So. Uh, massive win for Utah, and don't look. I mean, don't look now. Utah is very much even without uh, without Cam Rising, very much in the discussion now for being able to compete for the Pac-12 championship again. I mean, you gotta like. I feel like I definitely was in the group of people, even though I love Kyle Whittingham, respect that program. I wrote them off having the backup quarterback situation, not having Cam Rising, and I and I it's I gotta put my hand up and say I'm my bad. I totally wrote them off. No, they looked great that game. That what a what a quarterback. What a I mean that Barnes kid is going to do a lot for him this year. He's That's right. They just needed to land on a quarterback and move forward. They didn't know what they were doing there for a couple of weeks. It was back right. and forth. They thought they were going to run some two quarterback system, maybe a primary rush offense, but they looked really good. And I think that USC, you know, Lincoln Riley needs that rush offense or he's not himself. They ran the ball for 145 right. yards, gave up 250. Very That's true. not USC football. So we all think of Oklahoma, uh, uh, Caleb Williams, this offense. It's like they need to run the football. 100%. They didn't do that. So it was a great game, a lot of fun. One turnover each, very close. But at the end, Utah gets the win on the road. Imagine if that was in Utah. I mean, give me a break with that spread. I think that was a very, very good game, great game plan. And let me tell you something else. You look at the sidelines – I will say all television first-team coach is Kyle Whittingham. Oh, big time. The dude looks like he can just like walk into a bar – Take three shots of, of the hardest whiskey and just fight and whoever wants to go right there. Ass. Yes, Bro, he's the he's, he's the grittiest so, motherfucker oh out there. Oh my god, he looks I, I I he just looks ready to go. And you get doofus little dweeby uh, <laughs> Lincoln Riley over there, you know, waddling around the sideline arguing. It's like exactly, no one, dude. It, it, it's such a oh it's god. pig farmers like, versus versus commercial <laughs> actors. That's it literally is. what it is. Like, so and you're so right, it man. Is. Whittingham is the grittiest, toughest. Like you're right. I like I think if you had a a a 64 team march madness style bracket of coaches and they're fighting each other like to the death 
Uh, Kyle Whittingham, Whittingham is, is making seed. a run. He's making, yeah, he's a he's a one seed and he's making Who a are run. The other one seeds. Uh, well, you'd have to look at the guys that are like big and jacked too. You like, know what? Let's give ourselves a little bit of uh, leeway here. Let's come on Wednesday. This with is a our great idea. Playoff four of coaches in the in the octagon. Maybe the even ring. eight. We're, t- Maybe we're even talking elite. Okay, eight. But, we're ta- but we're talking this the four ounce gloves or whatever okay. they use. The four ounce and eight ounce gloves, whatever they use in the uh, in the UFC. That's what we're talking. Not the yeah, big yeah. boxing gloves. Yeah, it's a Octagon, UFC fight. It's taking? full yeah. full UFC yeah. fight. Okay, that's a great right, idea. So we'll do that for yes. Wednesday. But Whittingham well, is definitely definitely in that category. <laughs> Tough motherfucker. So, um, but yeah, hey, but I no mean, Coach O. Coach O's out of out of work, so you can't bring him in. Will? Oh, that's such a shame. No, you can't bring no, him in. But he'll be there in the front row cheering people on. I tell you what. Um, how about uh, Ole Miss getting a uh, getting getting the cover against Auburn too? Dangerous spot playing on the road, but don't look out now, Ole Miss. Six and one, yeah, they have the loss to Alabama, so they're going to need some help. Uh, They're going to need some help with Alabama getting a loss for them to get to the SEC championship game. But I'm telling you, Ole Miss is a sleeper team to make the SEC championship if Alabama were to slip up. Um, you just want to cut that so we could send it to Lane Kiffin and try and get on his good side if they make I it. I mean, I would love to be on Lane If we can get Lane Kiffin on the show, I'll literally say anything. I'll do anything Smoke possible. We talk shit like Lane Kiffin. I mean, he's the GOAT. Um, Florida State covers against Duke late with some scores, uh, making it look easier than it really <laughs> was. I mean, uh, talk about a guy, talk about a team in Duke that just every time they play, like, yeah, Florida State scored 21 in the fourth quarter to not just win but to cover the spread. Right. Um, but that Duke team is so well prepared, man. Whoever, you know, maybe Elko stays at Duke and doesn't go anywhere. But if he's not like the number one guy on the on the top of the list for teams that are looking to replace a head coach, I don't know who else would be that guy. Like this Duke team is just always prepared. They don't make a lot of mistakes. They're super tough. Like uh, I if I was, you know, Michigan State or I was A&M, if they fired Jimbo Fisher, Elko would be the guy I'd be going after 100 percent. Uh, and Riley Leonard played. I mean, I thought he looked good yeah. despite him. Him, I think he was seventy five percent. He didn't. Oh look yeah, himself. definitely, definitely not fully healthy. No, but he went out there and gave a hell of an effort. I mean, look, it was what twenty to seventeen in the fourth quarter. Duke was winning the game, so it's right. not like it was some consistent thing. And Florida State pulled away. Florida State scored twenty one nothing in the fourth. Now that means right. something. Like we can't ignore that, but sure. Great game by Duke. And Riley Leonard, gutsy effort. He's usually going to do a little bit more with his legs, extending it, no one doubt. carry for 13 yards. But overall, like you said, Duke, that that coach, that coaching staff, really underrated so far. Big time. Uh, last game I wanted to touch on here, Tyler. Um, it wasn't exactly an exciting game by any means. In fact, it was over the second it started was my Michigan Wolverines whooping up on Michigan State. Now, a lot going on here. And we were texting about it last <laughs> night and this morning. Um I'm not sure that you could find a program in worse shape overall right. across the whole gambit of everything than Michigan State right now. Not only do they get the sh- their shit kicked in by Michigan 49 to nothing. And Ooh. by the way, they benched McCarthy in the third quarter. Like Michigan could have scored 75 on them like without even blinking. It was that bad. Um, not only did they lose their coach with the most embarrassing scandal maybe ever where he's having phone sex uh, with, with a school vendor and getting fired, uh, Tuck coming. But with someone who's there to talk about sexual conduct. Exactly, and- <laughs> exactly. And, but you think it can't get lower. And then what went viral on Twitter right as the game, with like second quarter of the game, I'm scrolling Twitter, oh, and I see a photo, and I, I, I honestly thought it was fake. I was like, this can't be real. 
And then it turns out it is. So what what Michigan State did, these brilliant Michigan State people, before the game started, they were like on the Jumbotron for the few people that show up to watch warm-ups. You know, it's like like more than an hour before kickoff. Um, They had like some – what happened is they were playing a YouTube channel. Yeah, but it was like a YouTube channel trivia. So they didn't like select the questionnaires or whatever, right? But they were playing this, and the trivia question up being – where was Hitler born? And so up on the Jumbotron oh is a big picture of Adolf Hitler. <laughs> oh, my God. Which is so insane. It's so insane that they didn't have anyone yeah. to, to cut that, to get rid uh. of it. Um, they, I saw a hilarious tw- uh, thing on Twitter. Again, I think it was from like a Reddit post, but it's, it was hilarious. It said, uh, it said Michigan State had more Hitlers on the scoreboard than they did points. So <laughs> that's pretty bad, man. Like things are that's... things are not good in East Lansing, and they uh, can't get anything right. It's like one thing after another. But the Hitler thing was was honestly I couldn't believe it. So like, bad. But it's like well, you have to have some kind of idea of the temperature in the room, like what's going on with your school. You can't yeah, have yeah. messing like that. And even though they go, oh, it's a third party. It's like. That that no no yeah no. maybe like, just like give not... it a quick scroll to see what's on the quiz first before you throw it on your jumbotron but you know not, like Michigan any kind State. just any kind of effort would be not would be appreciated for them but I will say this too about Michigan now I know they have, they literally haven't played anybody I mean like the you look at Michigan's schedule right now their best wins are like Minnesota and Rutgers that's how bad Michigan's schedule has been but they are dominate I mean like dominating. Everybody, I just looked the updated odds. Well, when you're stealing everyone's signs, it's not that hard to dominate. <laughs> okay, we're gonna save that for the Wednesday show too. Okay. I have a, we'll I have a rant. It. I'm saving. I'm saving all the sign stealing stuff for Wednesday show because I need. I need Smitty in appearance too. Um, okay. but they uh, JJ McCarthy is currently the odds-on favorite to win the Heisman now after what happened to Caleb Williams, which is pretty incredible. He's having an amazing game. And last I saw, at least on a couple different sports books, Michigan was either the favorite or tied with Georgia to win the national championship now. And again, they haven't played anybody. They're gonna they're only they're only gonna have two games really to prove it. I mean, maybe you can count Maryland as you know that'll be that's a test for sure. But um, they're only gonna but have. This pen- is what I was. This is what I was talking about two weeks. Will if you listen to this show, you're gonna be always a week or two ahead of the market. <laughs> what did I say last week? And you were you were surprised. I said the market is going to soon have Michigan ahead of Georgia, if not already, right? And it's starting yeah. to turn in these futures markets. We've we've seen the early indications. It's just coming out of fruition. And I'm right. telling you, by the end of the year. Unless Georgia turns it on, hits a key, really has a big signature win or two, Michigan may end up the season, may finish the season two points better than Ohio, or better than Georgia, especially yeah. with a win against Ohio State. You're, I, I do mean, remember that conversation. Well, with the win against Ohio State, yes. Year, but if like Georgia blows out Alabama in the SC Championship game, well, it's all I would contingent have to on think, that right. stuff. Exactly, right. exactly. There's still so it's still TBD, right. as they say, right? TBD. But, TBD, but, but here's it, oh, sorry. If, if we if we go as we've seen it now and we progress the end of the year as we've seen, Michigan finishes the season on a neutral two and a half against against. They're Georgia. already. I was looking on Fanduel. They're currently five and a half point home favorites against Ohio State on oh. on the look ahead thing, and so and they're going to be I think about that same amount of favorite on the road at Penn State now. Um, again, we're going to find out how legit Michigan's offense and defense is in those games when they actually have a test. I do think that from what I've seen, yeah, they're they're playing nobodies. But, like, J.J. McCarthy is a fucking freak of nature. In fact, I'll, I'll go as far to say 
I think there's a legit chance that he ends up the number one draft pick over Caleb Williams. I know that sounds insane, but like he doesn't have nearly as much of the ability to make crazy sidearm Patrick Mahomes style throws that Caleb Williams ha- does. But like he does not miss. He's his pocket presence is amazing. His technique is perfect. Like like Caleb Williams comes under fire sometimes, even though he can make crazy throws. Like his feet aren't lined up. He's not doing everything perfect. Right? JJ is doing all that, and uh, and so. Like, like what's crazy is every mission game I watch, every time they get in third and long, like, they just convert it. They just have a passing play, and McCarthy finds somebody and hits them on the numbers. It's, and, again, it's been against nobody so far. It's why I haven't talked a lot about it. But I'm starting to finally get to the point, Tower, where I'm thinking, I actually think that Michigan that might win the national championship, which well, is so no, fucking insane. Look, they're good. They're one of the best teams. I thought so all year. We're going to see how they do at the end. They should be there, just like last year. Right. They should be there. Now, again, we can kind of wrap things up on this. and I'll, 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 Let me load your gun for Wednesday, and we can get out of here. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's easy to convert third and 18s convert <laughs> consistently when you know exactly what uh-huh. the defense is going to be running. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. you are essentially yeah, 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 in the yeah. headset of the other team, uh-huh. how hard is it to convert these things? Uh-huh. So I don't doubt it. Look, he's got a good team already. Like I the Astros when they were stealing signs. Like the Such Patriots when they were doing this. I know like, what you're you doing. Ha- you have good teams already. You don't need to do this. Even but you don't believe this better. shit. Even you don't believe this shit. We'll see you on Wednesday, folks. We'll We'll see see you Wednesday Wednesday night, folks.